0: everyone and welcome to club live here on club at 22 the rangers podcast and it feels bloody good to be saying that again uh, we are live on youtube so as always get involved in the live chat i am your host scott carney before i introduce the guys that really do need no introduction i'll just say my wee bit um first off thank you to the guys for carrying on in my absence i cannot tell them how much i appreciate that and thank you to everybody for the messages for the kind words the understanding, literally the support that i've had has been Phenomenal, to be honest, absolutely phenomenal And I can't thank you enough And lastly, it's good to be back uh, Joining me tonight is Arthur Pearson, Ali, how are you mate?
1: Not bad, it's weird having you back Because it's been a BT one for the last couple of weeks Holding it together, I mean, I down dark alleyways And everything, so there'll be <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, I thought I thought we'd done alright Being Scotia and Ryan as well mm-hmm. Not forgetting Ryan too, so um, not Good to have you back
0: yeah, it's good to be back, mate. It really is. I uh, I had to come back. I, I missed it and I need I need something to to get into, something to put my mind to. So yeah, no, I'm very happy to be back. Scotia, uh, how are you, mate? Ali's alleyway friend? <laughs> yes, cheers. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, Scott, no, it's um
0: it's brilliant to
2: have you back as well because I was speaking to Ali when we were doing like the post-match stuff I was like "What the hell I forget like large chunks of the game when I come away from it and I'm really really counting on you to kind of refresh my memory when you go through (laughs) it so uh, it goes to show all the effort that you put in to kind of pull those post-match reactions after the game straight away together particularly when we're at the game as well (laughs) yeah but good to have you back.
0: Yeah, it's as generally as it's as absolutely brilliant to be back and thank you to everybody. I can see everybody in the comments already saying that um, it's good to have me back. I am I'm chuffed to be back. I really am. It's been it's been shit and that's that's putting it politely. Uh, it's not been great, but I uh, I had to get back. I really did. I had to get back because I must. Everybody, including everybody in the comments, even Curry Muncher, even missed him. So just to, to get back to it, as uh, it's good uh, and I'm I'm glad to be back. But again, I cannot thank. The kind words and everything, the support is just absolutely overwhelming. It really was. I couldn't believe that um, the, the amount of messages that I was getting. So yeah, uh, thank you so much. Right, let's get into stuff. Um, before I go any further, actually, I need to give a shout out to John Lamy, uh, who bought the coffee. To, uh, bought the coffees. Bought the coffees podcast. God, you can tell I've been away for two and a half weeks. Let me put my teeth back in. Hang, on, give me a second. And uh, no, but bought the podcast two coffees uh, again amazing support John um, I can't thank you enough for doing that mate really do appreciate that and the usual shameless plug please subscribe to the channel like the video also get involved in the live chat uh, leave us your opinions oh, on what Aldo, we are going to discuss know. tonight Aldo straight away mate thank you very much mate I really do appreciate that um, that's very kind of you um, thank you very much mate uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot. I need to. I need to do multiple things at one time when I host. When you host. Uh, no, that's brilliant. And yeah, uh, again, if you like to do i do just done, you can. You can donate to the channel, support us, help us get to the next level. You can join the YouTube channel, and you can say buy us a coffee, uh, like John Lammy did. All the links for everything like that are in the description for this podcast. Right, gentlemen. Hey, uh, time for me to talk about Rangers a wee bit now. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'll, I have took quite a bit of backseat in, the, in terms of stuff coming to Rangers and it's not. I'm not making sob stories. I've had things to do and it, it's kind of took a backseat a wee bit, which and honestly, when you catch up on everything, it's been quite nice. <laughs> it really has not to be in the thick of it at the time that things are happening. It's been quite nice to, to reflect on it. But we will start with a hearts game. Um, some fans happy, some fans not. Uh, a better second half performance for sure. To say the least, from Rangers uh, to get us a crucial three points where one 0 win over hearts. Now I know you lads done the reaction from the the infamous alleyway of the lights going on and off and cars constantly driving up and down uh, while you just trying to do a pod. You couldn't script it, by the way. Serious things yeah. that went wrong on the past. It's like <laughs> when you sent me the video, and I was like, "What is going and on?" Here? Honestly, <laughs> and it was windy. Yeah, it was windy in the last one. Yeah, but I, it did it did make me laugh. Uh, but uh, I'll try and pick out wee bits to speak about. Ali, first half, poor. I mean, awful. Absolutely no reaction from Rangers from the defeat at the weekend. And if I'm honest, mate, in that first half, I was fearing the absolute worst.
1: Yeah, before I got onto that, me and Scotia were meant to do a shout-out in the post-match, but as we're not professional, we forgot to do it. So we met Alan (laughs) and Eric on the (laughs) stairs on the way up to the the club deck We listened to the show. So I said give him a shout-out, so doing the Friday and not the post-match. So the Friday night's a better one, so I'll give them a shout-out. But no, the first half of the Hearts game, Carney, it's it's just a continuation of what we've been watching this season. It was the same monotonous, slow, passive, pedestrian, whatever you want to call it, stuff. And, aye, it was um, with a couple of half chances. I Me and went through a few of them. There was the one that was pulled back to Lundström where I thought he's got to hit a target. Um, but aye, there wasn't much in that first half at all. The one one off... Robert Robertson. Oh, Where Robert! Go?
0: Smashing, mate. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very uh, much. That's much
0: appreciated. That is that's yeah. very much appreciated, mate. Thank you so much.
1: No, it was poor, Carney. and I had the fear. To be honest, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I know you went there on um, Wednesday, kind of, but a lot of people didn't go to iBooks on Wednesday. There was a lot of spare seats me and Scotia were in a pint like you, yeah, uh, you could see it. Yeah, you could
0: see it. Sometimes you can't really notice it from the telly,
1: but you could, was a you lot. could visibly see it. Yeah. There, there was a lot. And me and Scotia went for a pint before the game, and hardly anyone in the pubs, and even the people that were there, it was as if <laughs> they didn't want to go on Wednesday. But <laughs> it was just, it, it was a horrible, it was a weird feeling, in Scotia both said it going along the, to the game. And it kind of crept into the game. But the first half overall, it's just what we've seen all season with Rangers. It's, it's, um, it it
0: was very poor, to be honest. Yeah, Scotia.
1: Cool, so even when you say you watch the game back and you're
0: watching the first half, we just we were and it's, we'll come on to what happens in the second, obviously. But when you when you when you're a Rangers player, when you're a Rangers team, and you have such a poor performance like you did at the weekend, you expect a reaction. Be it a a good rotation in players, and I know that's hard just now because of the amount of injuries we have, which again we'll probably come on to. But you do expect a reaction even from the players that were there to try and not you can't write the wrong it's not possible to write the wrong but um, getting beat so um Brian thank you very much mate for becoming a member I'm sorry that it's green I'm going to get fucking criticised for that again I can't change it I've tried to change it <laughs> Uh but of course you do expect a reaction but in that first half it was it was nothing and I think it was quite evident that as the half's going on I knew and I it wasn't even there and I was going there'll be there'll be jeers here at, at half time <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
2: you would think, obviously, the Union Bears put on an absolutely magnificent display. Tremendous. Um, and then the Brimlin and the and the Govan as well. Brilliant display. So you'd think that, Kenny, would get the players going for it and get them up and going. And we did, we we started off, we should have scored within inside the first, first minute or so, first couple of minutes. But both um, Kent and Tillman don't really take their shots away. And then I think when that happened, you just got that wee feeling that it was like, oh, it's starting to keep in now and then hearts have that chance that McGregor just gets to eventually. Um, and then, yeah, there, barring a few couple of chances in that first half for us that, you know, Tillman was involved in creating a few of them, there wasn't really much happening. Kent, that, I thought he was pretty really poor in that first half now looking back at it. I think he had one decent bit of play when he went by the, their left by their right back, sorry, and putting a good cross, but unfortunately there was no one there to get on the end of it. But... Yeah, the first half wasn't great. It was more of like a continuation of what happened against St. Johnson. Um, it felt that way anyway. I didn't. I, went, I jumped up to leave to half-time early just to go into the concourse um, when there was a wee break in play. So I didn't hear any grumbles, but I've been told that there was quite a, a wee bit of um, grumbling going on, which wasn't unexpected given
0: the way that we'd played in
1: that 45 minutes. Do you
0: want to answer that, Ali, the one you put the question you put up there?
1: I didn't get a chance to boo, but I didn't boo anyway because I went in the concourse with two minutes to go. Because what last time yeah. I did that, Ranger Ranger scored, and I thought if I go in, potentially might <laughs> score, and it didn't happen. So,
0: no, I am. Um, I don't boo. Um, it's a thing that I've never done. I, I've I've never booed the team. Generally, I haven't. I've never done it. It's not something I do. I have shouted my displeasure at stuff that I'm seeing. Of course, I have, uh, but it's not something that I do. But again, if people are going to show their... The disapproval of what they're watching in in different ways And that first half, it was just, it was just horrific. It, honestly, it was. It was just not what you were expecting after such a poor, um, a, a poor result at the weekend. Uh, second half, we've seen a change in the style of play, Ali, or maybe a change in attacking approach, and which again baffles me. Um, to to why we don't do this more often, instead of trying the the. the Constant put the ball out wide, play aimless cross into the box. We actually started to play a wee bit of football and being a bit direct with the ball and trying to play through instead of again just the aimless horseshoe. As we're getting to the horseshoe footballs, we're getting to know it, and certain players just I thought came alive. I mean, that's the best we've seen Ryan Kent probably
1: all season, mate. Yeah, the Scott said in the post-match, my hearts had a right good chance alone in that with the Andy Haldy at the back post, but McGregor touches it and it kind of goes through his legs. If he scores that, is it a different game possibly? But yeah, I thought Rangers I thought Rangers were good the second half. Like you say, it, that's the best I've seen, Ryan Kent, for a 25-minute spell. Is that your computer makes noises there, Scotia? Uh, no, no, it's
0: mine, mine mate. <laughs> Sorry, Scotia. Era, mate, for Sorry, me. Scotia. I'll for that. Me, I will screw take that one me. back,
1: Scotia. I was blaming Scotia there. <laughs> that's shocking to me there. I apologise, <laughs> Scotia. Um... But um, no, I thought I thought Tillman was really good, Carney. I, I, we know there's a player with Malik Tillman. I thought he was really good and Ryan Kent was good too. I just, yeah, I just, you look at it and go, why can't Rangers play like this all the time or start like this? And they were playing, I mean, the goal they got was from Ryan Kent in the middle of the park and a wee bit of magic and just something a bit different instead of just lumping balls into the box. But yeah, I can't, I can't grumble with Rangers in a I, I thought they were good and deserved more than one goal, I thought, to be honest. But um, there was one guy in the park that I wasn't happy with, but I don't know if you'll come on to him, can I? So I don't want to ruin the show for anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably will, mate. I know exactly who it is. I know who it is, mate, because I was I was very much the same. Uh, a guy that uh, just always leaves you with questions unanswered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Um, Scotland as well, second half. I mean, we probably could have went on and scored maybe one more, two more and the Hearts were unlucky you not know, to score. I mean that holiday chance. That's, I mean, he's inches away from just getting a touch on that to get it into the goal. So we probably got away with that one. But even again, even that against a team like Hearts, you're probably expecting more of a more of a game out of it than anything else. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen the usual obligatory clips of things going about. That's. Trying to claim that Harrison had a penalty, which again just absolutely baffles me when it hits his face. Like, it's just a bizarre thing to, to witness. But okay, well, before we move on to, to Tillman, mate, as well with, with Ryan Kent, he's. I uh, I do like right, I have cards on the table right now. I think he gets a hard time a lot of the time just because we expect too much of him. I do. I think the rest of the team can let him down at times, and I think he's an easy one to whip because you expect something from him. Uh, was this just a case of Ryan Kent going? Well, I'm going to need to do something <laughs> tonight.
2: Well, yeah, Kent's one of these players that it does frustrate me, but I think you do need to take into consideration that he has always double marked sometimes. There's three players on him and we get down there. And then it's something that Ali had mentioned on the post-match as well. In that first half, we were constantly going down the left-hand side. So Hearts were always Kenny setting up defensively to overload that area where Kent was. And then obviously things change and then in the second half. I think Arfield coming on as well. Um, it was, I had a good contribution to that because I felt in the first half that I thought Sands played all right. But I think Lundström for me didn't have a great game that he was a wee bit caught in. Two places whether not to go forward or whether they stay back and with our field coming on I think that kind of freed him to sit back a wee bit deeper um, and that for that it then meant because we were playing more down the right that Kent occasionally was getting a wee bit more space and we were able to switch things up again but I thought you know like you said this is the best he's played all season and it, it's really the only time he's, he's shown that this season all the rest of the games he has been poor and I think he has been deserving of criticism. Yes, sometimes it can potentially go over the top and maybe the fact that, you know, he's in this situation with the contract, that's just going to get louder and louder as time goes on and he has poor games. But no, it was good to see that he can still do it and hopefully, you know, have a few more occasions with that.
0: Yeah, um, Ali, Malik Tillman before I go any further, um, the noise was worth the noise because it made me look at my phone uh, when it went off, Dundee Taylor um, has bought the coffee uh, bought the podcast, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> has bought the podcast three coffees right, thank you very much Dundee as always mate, I really do appreciate that uh, thank you so so much um, uh, Malik Tillman Uh, he frustrates people I think it's fair to say he's a bit of an enigma because there is no doubt there is no doubt in my mind honestly that there is talent within this boy there's absolutely no doubt because some of his moves some of the way he controls a ball is fantastic but he's very frustrating to watch now I'm actually going to back Tillman up here because I think if Tom Lawrence is there you don't notice the bits where Tillman is kind of not walk, well he is walking, he does walk about, but he, he, he doesn't go full pelt the whole time What he's very intelligent at is knowing when he can win the ball back off a player When they've took an extra wee touch, he's very good at doing that And I, I am of the opinion that we persevere with Tillman Because I think there is definitely, definitely a player in that And he'd done so well for that goal um, to get it past Craig Gordon
1: yeah, I like Tillman. I, he's he's a luxury player, Tillman. If 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 you want to say he, he needs he needs folk round about him that are going to do the donkey work, and he's going to he needs yeah. runners round about him so we can let him do what he does. Basically, it's highlighted more because of the midfield we've got at the moment. So it, it makes him look really lazy because we don't have these guys round about him. I think Lawrence will make a big difference when he comes back in the middle of the park there, um, and it'll take it'll take a lot of the responsibility off of Tillman because he is the only guy we have in the middle of the park that can create something. So once Tom Lawrence comes in, it'll take that off his shoulders. So, But no, I, th- I thought he was really good. To, I've said this for weeks, we, we need to persevere with the boy and we need to play him where he's supposed to play, which is just playing the strikers, which we've been playing him. And even said to Scotia, we talked about it, he's, he's starting to put himself about in the middle of the park now. He's um, Before he wasn't really doing that, he is doing it. He, he, he wins the ball... Dead easily at times tell just the way he next balls all the time. He's um he's strong with the ball. The only there was grumbles at ibrooks You've seen the two sides of him where I thought he was excellent for twenty minutes and then there was a five minute spell round about the seventy-fifth minute where well, for some reason he decided just to slow the game down. And the grumbles yeah. round eyebrooks was like yeah. because we could break and get the second and he just decided to slow it down. I think Scotia said he maybe thought there was somebody injured or something like that, but there was twice he did it and it was grown throughout Ibrox, but I just <laughs> think he's one of the players, to be honest. He's, he's going to, he is similar to a Joe Aribo when he first came to the Rangers. Then remember Rebo was kind of frustrating until he's kind mm-hmm. of blossomed, but the boy is only 20, let's remember. This is his first real year playing competitive football as well, but I agree, once Lawrence comes back, I think we'll see the best of Tillman.
0: Yeah, you make a that's probably a good comparison to make. He wins the ball back like Arebo used to win the ball back. It, he's just very intelligent of knowing I can win this off you here, and he does it. He does it very often. He, do, he does it more often than you think. Scotia, so what's your thoughts on are you along the same lines that once we get, if we ever get players back um, to fitness uh, and put put the players he needs around him, I think there's a chance that he could really flourish.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think. We started playing or kind of what would be, at the time, considered the best football our season was when it kind of settled on Lundström, Lawrence and Tillman, kind of playing like mm-hmm. your six, eight and ten. Um, And I think with Lawrence going out, he could kind of get shipped about a wee bit, but he's played now 12 games for us this season. Like Ali says, he's only 20. I think there was probably thoughts at the very outset of the season that he wouldn't be playing as often or starting games as often as he maybe as at the moment. Um, but obviously with Lowry going out injured as well. You know, that was an option where you would put him in there for him. And Lawrence going as well. kind of meant that Tillman's the only player that we can really put there. But I I like Tillman. I know people got on his back because he's got this kind of language style of play. It's a style of play that like Ali mentioned there, Aribo had. It's a style of play that Kamara sort of plays with, just really laid back on the ball, which a lot of people don't they get on the back of people like that. They prefer a wee guy running about looking as if he's giving his heart out, maybe not actually. Doing very much. Um yeah, I, I'm fairly happy with Tillman. Like Alex, says, he's only 20. Um when Aribo Aribo joined us, and he was what, 23, 22, 23 when Aribo joined us. And he was coming coming to us with over a hundred first team, first game appearances, mainly for Charlton. So Tillman's come here when he's only started, so I think he's only been involved in four first team Bayern Munich games. So he's not really played football at least. Like, in the top league to any any high standard or for any lengthy time so I'm, I'm fairly happy with Tillman like Ali, Ali mentioned there that I th- he thinks players were injured I was hoping that Ryan would have been on the show tonight because it kind of was down his area he would have been right in front of where all this was happening for the game in Wednesday but I think there was a couple of folk went in for slide tackles on certain occasions and I don't know if Tillman's maybe thought the referee's going to blow which yes he's young he needs to learn to play to the whistle or if you thought that maybe someone, a Rangers player that's went in for a slide tackle was maybe still down in the deck and didn't give him the chance to break forward. But he, he should have, because there was a chance to go there. But that'll come through experience, I think.
0: Yeah, I would agree, mate. Um, I do agree with that. So, Ali, like you mentioned earlier, we'll come on to the right wing position, merry-go-round, that we seem to be seem to be on right now. Uh, obviously, Sakala come in, everybody went, we need to play Sakala. Now, um, now Sakala's injured. Uh, and... Matondo's come in done very little and then Scott Wright comes on plays decent and everybody's now calling for Scott Wright to play. Um now in my opinion again sorry for the negativity everybody picking between Scott Wright and Matondo is just picking who's less bad. Um it really is. Brian Miller, thank you very much mate um for the donation to the pod mate. I uh, really do appreciate that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Ali, so Matondo wasn't great. (laughs) I think that's, again, me being rather polite about things. Now, we've got to remember that people were calling for Scott Wright not to play for Rangers pretty much ever again at points this season already. So I think the bigger question is why is everybody getting injured? Why are we at the point now where it looks like if a player plays more than two games in a row, for 90 minutes, they can't cope and their body seems to be giving up. Is there a problem with our training regime? To me, it, there, there has to be. And I know Gio said, even at the press conference today, that the team need a break and the schedule's been hectic compared to um, because of the World Cup. But I mean, it's arguably it's not been that more hectic than what it would be if we were in the group stage of the Europa League the way it was
1: last season. It's It's near enough the same. Yeah, I'm not having that in terms of it's been hectic. No, we're, we're used to this. I know they've crammed the, the Champions League in slightly, so what if you had an extra maybe two games in a midweek probably compared to what it mm-hmm. would have been? So, no, I'm yeah. not having that one. Um, the injury, cry, I was speaking to Stuart about today, and I was like, oh, you'll never guess who's injured and who again. You'll come on <laughs> and you can't. But it just seems to be somebody getting injured all the time with Rangers. No. Um, Sakal on the right-hand side, I, I thought... I think we all thought, let's persevere with him because he's the best of a bad bunch, if you want to say. And he offers something b- different because he doesn't know what he's doing, so how are you meant to defend against him? So we had something a bit different. Matondo, for me, uh, he's definitely not the best young Welshman. I know, by the way, to will give you that. You know. But he's, um, he's frustrating Matondo. For the time we were raving about him, Kane, against West Ham, honestly, I bet folk have clipped that one for us. Um, but he's been I thought he was I mean I said he was I thought he was absolutely dreadful the other night to the point that I said to Scotia we were coming down the left all the time and I was watching players getting the ball and that and they weren't giving the ball to Matondo who was kind of hugging the touchline and it was as if they knew if we give the ball to Matondo he's not going to do it it? He he was an absolute waste of a jersey and you talk about Scott Wright coming on I thought Scott Wright was really good when he came on but We've seen this from Scott Wright. Scott Wright, for me, is an impact player. Scotia says yeah, that about okay. our field. Um, that's what he is. Every time Scott Wright's started for Rangers, he's never really had a good game when you look back on them. So, But he has to start on Saturday because I don't know who else you start out there. You start Arfield out there, but then you're, to me, I, we don't need an our field out there against Simon. It's got to be a, a winger out there. It's got to it's be Scott Wright because Matondo, we've paid £3 million for this guy. And he's offered nothing. And I don't want to write him off now, Um, but it's hard to put an argument up for him at the moment because he is absolutely dreadful at the moment, <laughs> to be polite. <laughs> and I, I honestly don't know what the scouting, scouting team the Ross Wilson has seen in this guy. I mean, he's went from Man City, Big Bucks to Schalke. And my theory to you, Carney, was... I we pay three million for him, but why were Sharker willing to get rid of him? Must be a reason, yeah. and yeah. yeah, obviously we know why. <laughs> I I agree. I've
0: said it for a while, and I was I was probably a bit more polite on here than I was to you boys when we were like meeting after the game and stuff and the stuff I said about Matondo. I don't get it. He's one of the players I can't I don't know. I don't know, he's not got a very good touch. Okay, he's quick, but his end products. Very little. I mean, very little. I, I'll, I'll be proved wrong. It, I'd imagine at some point that he's 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 gave a world of an assist at some point. But, but when when it's games like that, you really expect him to because he's still got competition for the place. Because Wright is there, and you've got to remember at one point it looked like Wright was Gio's Geo's kind of boy, and you know? he was always going to play him. So no, I'm the same. I, I don't I don't get it. And yeah, Michael Crooks, said Matondo's a left wing. i prefers to cut in and we play him on the right. But even when we've done that, though, he still remember didn't that, shine yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't really do very much for me. I, I didn't think he was great when even we when we'd, when we'd done that. Scotia, your thoughts on the, the the kind of injuries and Juan Matondo as well?
2: Injuries, injuries, injuries. Oh, Rangers could have. For the Rangers could got a really good team that's out injured at the minute. They're just missing that that goalkeeper. But um, no, I remember if you remember back to the. Start of the season, pre-season kind of period, and Scott Arfield had that interview, and he was saying that G was doing an awful lot of ball work with the players rather than what they'd done previously with Gerard, who was well, all kind of about stam, stamina building and things like that. And at the time, I was quite happy with that because you were like, "No, we've got a good base of fitness anyway." Given you know how you've seen what we have done last season and how our fitness kind of proved to be um, useful for us, and I was happy with that. But now, now looking in hindsight, looking back at that, you're like, "Hmm." Is that maybe one of the reasons why players are getting pulled up? Because there's, it's not the same type of injury all the time. It's all the different types of ones, and there's some that, a couple you could maybe class in the unlucky category. But I think a lot of them come from. To me, looking as a layman outside in, it looks as if there's an underlying issue. Our Rangers with, with the, these level of injuries, um it's not great. Um, I know Geo constantly gets asked about the injuries. All oh, be like having a new. New team back, but when when will these injuries injured players come back, and how long will they stay injury free from? Because that's always the always the risk coming back from an injury that you you damage it straight away again. Yeah, so it's not great in that respect. Right wing <laughs> Matondo, <laughs> poor Matondo. <and> he's <laughs> you know I I mean that whale squad getting announced earlier in the day, and I know he would have probably known about it a day or two before. And if that if that was his only bad game, then you would maybe place it down to that maybe he was just his head wasn't right there because he was feeling a bit disappointed in not getting into that world cup squad but he's not and ever since we've started playing Kenny kind of competitive football he's not really shown up for me he's not done anything that screams out to me I'm not going to write him off but so far he's not doing anything near enough to, to warrant the, the transfer fee that we paid for him and I mean you mentioned that he's quick he's fast but to be honest I can't remember many occasions where he's used that speed to any sort of advantage. Nothing screams out at me. that all oh, mind when he knocked the ball past their left back and you know put in a great cross. That's not really I don't start the two Robert Robertson.
0: Yeah, somebody asked me where Ryan was, and I'll steal a joke that um somebody from Rangers on tour said to me that uh, he he's out till after the World Cup with an injury. Uh, but Geo promises he'll be back after the after the World Cup. Um I think, in terms of the injuries thing, um, even Gio himself was asked today. I think there's too much pressure already getting put on that who's going to be back after the World Cup. Look, I know he's been he's been so unlucky with some of the injuries, right? Because like Suters had a deep line problem, which we knew about. Let's not lie. Ryan Jacks, so fragile. Same as Kamar Roof, so fragile. Helander is. I don't know where Holander is. I've, honestly, I don't even think Gio knows where Holander is. So there is there is a number of them. You're like, that's very unlucky. That really is very unlucky. And obviously, Hadji's was absolutely brutal. And that's a right sore one. But even even at that, for the players now, just to constantly be picking something up. Ali, you mentioned it, we'll, we'll come on to it, that Trulac's now out when he can't play tomorrow. And you're and like, oh, but it's a small injury. Definitely back, back, back after the World Cup. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah, we're getting to the point where you're like, who, who's actually going to be back? Because I think we are we're getting led down a false sense of security that we're about to get all these players back and everything's going to be okay and we're all of a sudden going to change into this miraculous team. And I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. I really don't. I think if the style remains the same and most of the most of the games that we play, maybe not the second half, and especially not against Aberdeen, because we decided to actually try and be a, play a bit of football, then. If we do that, I think we'll be all right. But I, as I say, if we continue into this, just this shoe hot the horseshoe thing. I, honestly, I, it's just it's the one of the most frustrating things um, to watch. It really is. Um, right. Um, we'll move on from that. As I say, it's three points, really, and we move on. That's pretty much three points and up the road. That was pretty much what it was. Uh, we'll move on to the accounts quickly. And uh, I'm not going to deep dive into this. The reason for that is so many other places have went and deep dived into it all, and there's no point in me trying to break it all down because I'm going to do a much better job than I could possibly do of that. Um, so I just... Wanted to get your opinion, Ali, on where where you think it stands is. Now, for my worth, for what it's worth, um, I thought they're slightly better than I was expecting them to be. I think we're in a bit of a better shape in terms of these uh, new your, your UEFA regulations that are going to come in. However, there's still there's still room for improvement and in investment into the the squad in my opinion, uh, I think that's the bit that. I was like, there could have been more there. However, you can't really take away from the the job that Jim Briscoe has done. Some of the percentage margins he's made are literally ludicrous. It's absolutely massive, and that's why we've got a billboard for a football strip sometimes. But what we, what was your takes uh, take away from it, mate? With the accounts, obviously, it didn't include Bassing. Um, was it Bassing reboot Didn't include. Aribo.
1: Yeah, I thought it was positive. Um, a profit as well. If you want a good breakdown, um, I know a lot of the guys in here are listening to Heart and Hand as well, but Andy McGowan did one on the Daily Update. It was yesterday, I think. Um, obviously, that's his background, so he done a good breakdown into it and kind of explained it in kind of idiot Vendor's language, jumps- if you want to know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you um, know, I thought it was positive. Like you say, it doesn't include the the, the Bassi transfer people obviously Champions League this season they're predicting it again profits for next season as well there was nothing in in the the books basically saying uh, suggestions that basically negatives there it was positives going forward so yeah I've, I've I'll be honest I've not went right deep into it in terms of the whole accounts I've I've just sort of yeah, kind of top lines I've looked at but. No, I, th- I, th- I thought it was positive, we're showing a profit. Rangers want to be sustainable. That's what they want to do. They want they want to be sustainable going forward. That, that That's their, their, their blueprint for going forward. I think they're ahead of schedule from where they said, I think it was a 10 year project from when they came in. So you're talking 2025, I think. So I think they're ahead of schedule for that. The, the wage bill's quite high, to be honest, so I'd expect mm. that to be trimmed. There's 10 guys out of contract mm. um in the in the summer, so I expect that to be trimmed. There's Kamar Roofs, there's... Um, I know he's not out of contract. I don't know if he is. I don't think he But there's guys that are in big contracts that are out of contract end of season, so we can probably get rid of them. so But overall, overall no, I thought it was positive. You've got the, the negatives in there in terms of... I'd assume it's a sports direct one where we've had to to pay that out, but that's us out of that now. So next season, we won't have that in. Um, investors obviously um, paid their, their loans over it is back. So, yeah, I thought it was positive, before, to be honest, going forward. Um, and it's, like I say, it's, a, it's a, what was it, plus six million we've made or something around about that. So, yeah. And like I say, next season, we should be in course to do it again. So... It's a positive. But the Europa, yeah. Europa League and player trading model is, is is where it is at. You need to think next season, Edmondson House, if it's open, that's supposed to be a million pound um, revenue each year for Rangers. So no, and it's positive. And Jim Sloan, honestly, every week.
0: Thank you every so much, year. Jim. I really do appreciate that, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, that's brilliant. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on the... Um, on the, on the accounts, mate, what you what you what was your takes away from it? Some finally
2: some good news really overall from Rangers <laughs> in that front you know. Finally, we can do Yippee! some positivity, Curry Muncher. We can do some positivity though. <laughs> you know? It looks very healthy. I think, yeah, Ali kind of covered me, the majority of the points there, but um you know that's our first operating profit in a while, the last three seasons. I think we've been at operating losses. and um, so we're up in an operating profit, which is really good to see. Yeah, it's caved kind of at with the fact that the Europa League run. And the parts and sale really kind of covers that. Same again next season. So I think these this season's accounts and next season's accounts, unless something miraculous happens for the remainder of this season, and something miraculous happens next season, then we'll probably go down to a, a kind of lower level than we're seeing right now. So we should enjoy this while we've got it. You no, know, oh, there he is.
1: There he is, Scotia. Sorry, Justin the Justin just behind. Always, what, God I mean, bless it's, America. It's
0: just like, Justin. You, I think they've all got a group chat and they go right. You go now and then yeah. to weeks I'll go and then doing it. No, look, I, I can't. Um, I can't thank you enough, honestly, for that. It's brilliant. Um, thank you so much, honestly. It's brilliant. I'd, I'd run out of ways to say thank you. So, coach, have you done there? if I just completely cut you off? I think we cut. You no, off. I was. I think it was <laughs> yeah, it's
2: okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, I think I was going on to say there's, there's always this. I was having a wee look at the ten year. UEFA coefficient, which at the minute we are still playing catch-up on, where we could probably get a wee bit more money in, but if you look at that table at the minute, there's five spots or five years that are sitting there with no entries for Rangers, and then that progress from the Corn it's got 0.25 points. Um, so, you know, there's still we're still a wee bit away in terms of getting money in and catching up then with the Euro, Euro, European coefficient money. Edinson House, when that's meant to be finished by, by the old firm game in the January, or at least the cafe battle will be open by the Old Firm game in January, we were told. The
1: cafe The cafe will be
2: open, in yeah. Scotia? <laughs> that's what, what they said. They said a, month two, <laughs> a month or two ago, they said that it would be open. I'm sure it was on the Rangers' website that it would be open for... The museum wouldn't be open, but the, the other bits of it would be open for the Old Firm game.
1: I take it you're um, cutting the ribbon, Scotia? Nah, I don't you know. must <laughs> be. Since she paid for that Edmondson House member, I think so he, that's what you get with I
0: it. think I has, Scotia funded Edmondson House on his own, did they not? <laughs>
1: But he's turning up his john wick because john wick floor's
0: coming out isn't it so <laughs> yeah at least the <laughs> cafe will be ready though let's all <laughs> <She'll> get excited about <laughs> <over> that <laughs> ah, but no the the, the the
2: event space and stuff will be in there so that'll bring us in some decent profit that's in the years true. going forward but counts overall very good yeah like ali mentions a couple of wee dim sizes but nothing that's overly concerning for me. <laughs> this is the cafes. No, I'll still be in the Viceroy, Robert, don't you worry
1: about
0: that. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I agree. I think it has been some positive news. um and For a change, they did look better than I thought they were, and I think we are at the point where it's a, a sustainable club. So, yeah, and with next year, with, the, obviously, the Champions League, um with um, Basse and Aribo, um I, I expect them to look even, even better from there. Um I just hope... I just hope that the, the club do the right thing. Um the club do the right thing in January and give Geo some funds or else there could be a lot of questions asked, I think, at the, the end of it once people break down the accounts because it's kinda like one of those days that a lot of fans wait for with the accounts and they like to pick things apart and people like to have their certain meltdown with certain things that are in the accounts, but there's so what's going to happen now but a football but football business is a complete unique business that no other business runs like a football club. Uh, but in t- as I say, in terms for me, overall, um it was positive. Uh, from a positive straight to a negative. Leverkusen, well, it's a negative to me. Um again, I don't know the logistics and this stuff, but the Leverkusen friendly was announced by the club. Ali, what is the point of us having club partners? Why would it not be HSV Hamburg?
1: Why would it not be? That makes too that makes too much sense, Carney, to do that. It's <laughs> why would it not be? <laughs> do you know what a, mean? It's a bit, a, I mean? It? I it's a bit left field to be honest, this Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. I know Stevie Clifford, three four lads, kinda put it out the there the other week. So when he says that you pretty much know it's happening. So Yeah. I it's a weird one. I, I get it in terms of playing a friendly just before we kick off. I think we should be doing something like that because it is a mini preseason if you if you really want to think of it that way. So I get it. Our um, pod Christmas day out is that day, and we were going to go down and watch the B team that day. And now this has thrown a span on the works because the main team are playing Leverkusen. I think Scotia said he'd still going and rather watch the B team, to be honest. But um, that'll be a discussion between the four lads for what happens there. But in terms of Leverkusen, nah, it's, it's a, you'd think we'd play one of these partners, to be honest. But I don't know the, the reason behind it. or I really don't know. They didn't say much about it.
0: Curry said about Hamburg that they are in America now I'm presuming he means that they're doing a tour of America and if they are then that's fair enough, I get that, if they have got a training camp there then that's right. okay, that's fair enough, but even at that, if we were planning to do this, why have we not thought about this before and spoke about to Hamburg and be like, you're a club partner, why don't you come, do you know what I mean, there's, there's, it's things like that that you're like, what's the point in having all these things in place if you're not actually going to take advantage of it when the, the time comes around, because I guarantee you, if you it was. Hamburg and Leverkusen probably do all right as well. But if it was Hamburg, Airbox would be a sellout, it would be an absolute sellout. So, um, no, that's, that's the only reason I bring stuff like that up because there could be potential in it. Curry also said, um, you want I, I'm assuming that maybe want Gio to get funds big statement. I want him to get funds, mate, because the club are not going to sack him. So, we have to get used to Giovanni van Bronkers being around because he isn't going anywhere. The club have put all their eggs in a basket right now. So he, he's gonna be here. Um that's my opinion now. I'm just got to the point where I'm like right we'll just need to we we'll need to carry on with him. Scotia, your thoughts on the Leverkusen friendly? Right. This is going to boil your piss.
2: Hamburg in America <laughs> between between the thirteenth and twenty second of November to play Orange County or other. One of our other club partners uh, on the, oh, Honestly on the I mean
0: Oh what the Honestly, oh, it's, oh, it's just It's honestly Sometimes you think Rangers are just actually like Taking the piss out you you Right in front of you Do you know what I mean
2: Right Yeah but what you've got to remember though is This World Cup was known about for ages This was the time yeah. That Rangers Agreed to go to Australia To play that stupid oh, thing with game out there so there's been a, an awful lot of clubs that already had stuff in place for this period of time to play games during the, the World Cup for a long time but obviously the board made an absolute arse of it by agreeing to do this and they quite rightly backed out of it after the uproar um, so we're, we don't, we're not doing that anymore so there was probably a limited amount of clubs that were available to do that friendly although as I say they're only they're uh, Hamburg are only in America until the 22nd of November and then obviously that game would be the 10th of December that we're playing Leverkusen and um, Hamburg's next game isn't until the 29th of January after that so it might have, it it maybe one happen. of these games that yeah it could have happened but maybe it doesn't suit Hamburg maybe they're just thinking right we'll have these two weeks all the players are off they don't need to do any training at all or anything like that but no I get your point something that annoyed me about it as well other than wrecking our Christmas day out, because I was looking forward to actually going to see the B team this season, <laughs> um, is that they've, they've put in the obligatory buy a ticket and you'll get five MyJers points. Again, yeah. Kenny, monetising the, the MyJers point scheme, which, yeah, it's not great. So, I, I, to be honest, I don't see this game being having a very big crowd. We'd be
0: lucky if we like, 20,000. I don't, I'm saying mate, I kind of, I, I would agree with that, Um, and we'll be part of that 20,000, because we're going out probably by hook or by crook, so we might as well go watch our Rangers team, um, maybe we should just go to the B team game, but um, we'll see, if we've got a, a, few pokers on the, uh, a few pokers on the fire, so we'll see where we end up, Um, but no, I I, I get that, I, I, you're right actually, I um, always know, I love when Scotia reminds me of things, do you know what I mean, he's, he's very good at reminding me, going no, oh, aye, because we were due to be in Australia obviously, so this would all have been pre-arranged by Hamburg and on County a long time ago, so it's kind of put a put put me in my box <laughs> I shouldn't be getting very angry about that um, but yes right we'll move on to the, the um, St Mirren preview um, Rangers last game obviously before the World Cup break as St Mirren and Paisley on Saturday with a 12.30 kick off Geo gave an update at the presser today so the still out as we mentioned before Trolak has got a small knock and um, will be unavailable but he'll be back for um, he'll be back after the World Cup just like everybody else Ryan Jack's in the squad. Yes, you heard me correctly. Ryan Jack is in the squad. Probably the shortest injury stint of his life, I would imagine. Um, and obviously he was he's quite keen on him getting more time with uh, with Scotland to kind of get him up to speed. So I wouldn't expect him to start tomorrow. I would imagine he'll be on the bench. And yeah, he was... He was asked about um, how many players we were going to have back after the World Cup, and it was not very reassuring at all, what he says. He really couldn't put a number on it that he wasn't sure, and I suppose he doesn't want to make full promises. And Gio is this kind of guy that he keeps quite a lot close to his chest because he even made a comment, Ali, about um, the transfer business, and he's like, I'm not concentrating on that. You kind of should be.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the injury updates that It'd be stupid to come out and tell us, "Aye, such and such is coming back." Then That's because true. the way the players we've got out in terms of Kamala roofs and I know Ryan Jack's back tomorrow, but these guys break down instantly. So um, I understand why he's got a bit cagey with that. Players coming back, probably you're looking at Cholak, obviously Sakala, Ryan Jack, unless he breaks down with Scotland or something. Um, <laughs> Who else is there? Kamar Roof could he possibly come back for another fifteen-minute cameo for us? But yeah, I think <laughs> Yilmaz, Yilmaz is the other one. Back. But yeah, you yeah, kind of big hitters and Goldson, um, Tom Lawrence. I don't think we'll see them straight away. I think they're the other side of the year. To be honest, I think they're January. But um, just need to wait and see what happens. So, aye, and he's not going to say much in transfers either, is he? So. The, no, the pressers no, I, to be I, honest, I, I, the pressers are a bit are oh, dead they're too long at the moment and we're really not getting much out of them no, it's, he's just so
0: well media trained, is not he? Yeah. Like you just don't really get anything. It almost becomes a kind of pointless task. And I think that the people are trying to get something out of him, including fan media. Like I think they are trying to get something out of him and you're you're just you're not getting anywhere quick. You're really not. Um, but he said it's been a very busy period for everybody involved in the football at the moment. You're seeing a lot of teams at the highest level struggling with injuries uh, with the pack schedule ahead of the World Cup sorry, that won't sit with me, I think that's just a, a kind of fling away comment uh, it's just as busy as it's really always been uh, Scott right as well um, it's been up in the down season for me um, I've been working hard in training and fighting for my spot in the team, we know our performances haven't been at the level we want, we will work hard in the training ground and be ready to come back refreshed, there is a long way to go in the season, positive things yes Bonner Barisic as well has been banging that drum as well that it's, we're not too far behind etc and anything can happen in football which is what they're always going to say there uh, is There is no doubt in my mind that we are we are in the wrong place that I expected us to be when it came round to this World Cup I didn't think we would be in this position I thought we would be much, I thought we would be closer um, however the stranger things have happened in football and you certainly can't really write it off right now but one thing that all, one thing that I think, in my opinion, is Gio's guaranteed for himself and for us is that he cannot drop another game of football, drop points anywhere for the remainder of this season, unless things go very towards us and um, the results from other games. So uh, it's a tough task, it's a tough task, but he seems to think he's up for it. So Scotiabin themselves, not the best of form, to be honest. Um, Been a mixed bag since they beat Celtic 2-0 and they've only won one uh, 1 1 they've got in the last five games. They're sitting eighth in the league. So, thoughts ahead of another must win game, mate? Oh,
2: it's St. Mirren. Um, you can kind of know, you know what's going to happen. You know
0: you know what type of game it's going to be
2: already, don't you? Um, it's going They're going to sit and they these of like to set up in that. It's not not so much a 3 5 2, but it's more of a f- 5 4 1. They kind of set up 5 3 2 on occasion. Um, you know what they're like. You've got Big Curtis Mayne up front and that boy, the Yangu I think as well, he's banging the goals away. But St. Myrna, yeah, you, you know what you're gonna get with St. Mirren, and, and it's that the problem we've got is do how do we break these teams down? I mean, we obviously we won early in the season, four they, they yeah. nil. Very comfortable in it, have but Trolak scored very early on in that game. I think inside the first ten minutes or so, I think we'd scored, and to get us going. And then last season both the times we were over it, whatever their park's called these days. It was a 4 0 win as well. The last time we were there, and then two-one. I think they went one goal, one-nil up inside five minutes, and then Rufin Morelos had scored. So we've got a decent enough record, sorry, recently against them. We should be able to. We should be able to go out there and beat them. It's can Rangers break down this low block? That's the that's the big question. That's the big key, and it's something that we really need to figure out how to do because the majority of times we play against these teams, that's how they're going to set up.
0: Yeah, Ali, what are you expecting? Are you expecting a, a 4-0 win? Are you expecting, I mean, I think we we all three, us no sitting here talking that St Murn will just defend. They will defend for their lives and hopefully try and get something in for straight Rangers um, the way a lot of teams have been. Uh, so, I mean, I don't even want to say this. I don't even want these words to come out of my mouth. Do you expect horseshoe football, mate, with 85 crosses and 16 corners in the first two minutes? I expect it to be
1: frustrating. I expect it to be similar to last weekend. Although I hope we score goals, though um, we need to capitalise on if we have the in the corner kicks we had last week. Done nothing <coughs> with them. We we need to score if we can. It's, it's the old thing you always say in football: if we can score early, then we can kick on because these teams only come out to a point. But uh, I mean, St. Man's form's something great. Looking at, it. I think they've won one out of the last five or something. Um, so and they're sitting. I don't know what it is, seventh or eighth in the league. The only thing I'd say with yeah, the league table is, so, is it the only thing I would say though is between third and pretty much for St. Miran there's like a couple of points between them all. So <laughs> if they if they beat us, they could potentially move up to third position or something, which is a bit mad. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a frustrating game. We usually struggle down there, Carney. The only game we didn't really struggle was the game we actually went to Karen and we won four nil. Ah, that's um, right, yeah. Be, we both scored that screamer. If I thought that was the last time you've seen Big Hollander car, and he's probably still there to be honest. He might be in the water <laughs> in just lying that lying
0: at the side just yeah. lying at the side of the pitch <laughs> waiting for the stretcher. Like it took a remember long time.
1: Remember that he came back and played in that game and went down That's in right. No, so, no. He that so, that, I, yeah. so he might still be there, so you might see him. But uh, I it's it's gonna be one of the games I think tomorrow. I think it's gonna be frustrating, but They've got one more game left, Rangers, before this World Cup, so they need to leave, for me, they need to leave it all out in the park tomorrow and go for it and leave us with our performance that gives us some sort of hope going into the, the World Cup break.
0: Absolutely. Uh, this is as must win as any other game you'll probably ever come across. Rangers have to win tomorrow. It's as it it as simple as that. Um, Ali, you can go come back to you go first, mate. So your team and your score. I'm pretty sure, I'm, I think we're probably going to pick the same team pretty much all of us because I think there only is twelve fit players.
1: So I'd imagine it's all the same. Yeah, there's not much to pick from to be honest with it. Um, so I Shagger and go backline a Tav King. Davies, Barisic, Lundström. I think Sands deserves to stay in the team. He, he might bring Kamara in, but I'm, I'm staying with Sands. Tillman just in front of them. Kent, Alfie through the middle, and um, Robbie Matondo. No, sorry, Scott right? <laughs> 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 Robbie Matondo not starting tomorrow. Um, no, he isn't. My score is going to be 3-1 Rangers. And Malik Tillman score the first goal. Fair enough. Scotia, you can go next, mate.
0: Um, yeah, pretty, yeah, the exact same team really. Although
2: I'm just I'm thinking about this. It wouldn't surprise me to see Efeco get a good amount of like forty minute, forty five minute a half, maybe, because obviously are well. only left back in for Borna, because Borner's obviously a way to win the World Cup. So I don't know if mm. if we, if Borna starts and then if, at half time I think it can potentially change it over.
1: No, nah. I've just Scotch, got you. We, we, oh, we don't we oh, don't be I... resting players for Croatia. No, well, I know we do no, I, think,
2: I, I, I think I don't. I think that might happen potentially. We'll wait and What's see. in that juice yeah, he's but... drinking, He's Drinking petrol, mate. No, I, I think he will. see so if, 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 if Borna starts and we're up by a few goals, I think you can see you come on, because Borna's our only player at the World Cup, because he was asked about that as well. And I think we get it, about 8,000 pounds, 9,000 pounds a day when Born is away at the World Cup. So he brings in a fair wee bit of amount of income. So you don't want him to get injured against St Mirren, or at least the money men in the board don't. Um, yeah, anyway, so same team as Ali really. Um, and then I'm going 4-1 Rangers with an Alpha
0: first goal. Fair enough, mate. Um, I've changed it slightly. I thought we'd all pretty much pick the same. I think Sands has been good. Um, The only way I can see... The only way I think Sands would play was if he partners Davies at the back. Um, But I'll go McGregor, Tav, Davies, King, Barisic, Lundström, Tillman, Arfield, Wright, Kent and Morelos. And I'll go 2-0 Rangers and Ryan Kent to score first. Why not? Why the hell not? Uh, But I think the only reason I think Arfield might play is... They're gonna sit in. They're gonna sit in. So the 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 kind of the point of Lundstrom and Sands being there together I, I don't really get it. I know they're a good cover for when Tav and Barisic bomb forward. They can obviously split and cover the cover the wide areas, but no, I think um I think it'll be be our field that plays um, because he did make an impact when he came on and maybe he'll get the the kind of 60 minutes so um, yeah just three points that's really all we need Um, right now before we go um, you'll need to humour me a wee bit here Um, so obviously um, most people know why I've been absent from the podcast, um, in honor of of my sister, um, the condition my sister had is so long. I'm not even going to attempt to try and say it, but the easy way about to say it is she was living with heart failure for about twelve years, um, so she was living with heart failure, and ultimately that's what led to um, my sister passing away. So in honor of that, um, I have decided to do a, uh, decided to arrange a a, a a podcast marathon. If you like a live stream marathon, um, which will be hopefully Hopefully next Friday, um, I am putting things in place right now for it to happen. We intend to go live at the same time. It's um, six thirty, and I'm going to go as long as I possibly can. With every single donation made, um, we'll be going to the we'll be going to the British Heart Foundation, um, which was a charity that was very close to my sister. Um, so there's going to be a number of guests, um, a number of guests on, including the guys, obviously Ali Scotia, and hopefully Ryan as well. Um, but there is. But there's th- balls rolling. I'll put it that way. There's there's wheels in motion um, to get quite a quite a star-studded lineup. Um, a lot of other podcasts are getting involved as well, which I cannot thank them enough for. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and other other places from Rangers um, Rangers related people, Rangers media etc are hopefully all going to get involved I don't know where it's going to go, I don't know how long we're going to go on for but i uh, it's looking like it's going to be a long one so I—I I, I, all I ask is if you can afford a pound, if you can afford a pound, that next week you join us and you do that and we um, we can raise as much money as we possibly can for the British Heart Foundation, um, again it would be something that's v- very very uh, personal to me uh, but it's something that I feel like I, I have to do in order to to honour my sister and I have have this lovely community, this fantastic community that will help me spread the word and get it as far and wide as I can, so all the final details of everything will be next week when it's announced, but it it looks like it's almost definitely going to be next Friday, uh, unless something drastic happens uh, but I, it looks like everybody's kind of there or thereabouts for being able to make the make the Friday. So I am I am absolutely buzzing for it. I'll need to sleep for it. I'll need to have us. am going to need to buy a mini fridge probably and sit here. Or, but I, I intend to go as long as I possibly can. Generally until the donations nation stop but I generally just run out of steam. But I am talking proper hours here. Um uh, proper hours we're going to go for it and we're going to see how much we can raise. So if you can fifty p whatever um, whatever you can. I don't know how I don't know if we're going to do it through the live chat or I'm going to put up a link I might do both but I, I'll try my hardest to make it as easy as possible for everybody to do it so if you could I would really do appreciate if you could join us next Friday uh, sometime after half past six and I'll probably still be sitting here at the time so uh, don't don't worry I'll, I'll everything will be clear uh, as soon as, as, soon as uh, I've sorted everything uh, give me a bit of time over the weekend to sort what I need to do and everything will, everything will be uh, very very simple it won't be hard honestly it won't be hard if you're signed into YouTube you can just donate through the chat. There's a week and a dollar sign at the bottom. All you can do is just donate. And every so often I'll kind of tally up where we're getting to it. I don't have a target. I'm not setting a target. We'll we'll raise what we raise. We'll just we'll just keep going. We'll literally just keep going and uh, until I pass out in the chair or fall off my chair or the lads have had enough of listening to me. But there will be a number of guests trust me there is there's quite a lot of people um that are that are being very very nice and wanting to Want to join in on this for, for such a good cause, so yes um, we'll, um, we'll, we'll hopefully have it going for next Friday, so yeah, sorry you had to hear me for a wee bit there, um, Ali thank you very much mate, uh, and yeah, on to tomorrow
1: No problem, good to have you back Carney, it means I don't need to have any responsibility anymore, so it's back over <laughs> to yourself Yes um, Yeah, one one last game before the, before the World Cup with Angels, it's um, it's been an interesting start to the season by Rangers, but they've got one last game to go out and give us something positive to go into the, the World Cup stages because let's be honest, if we um stumble or even drop points going into this World Cup break, it's just gonna be it's just gonna continue on to our first game back against Hibs. so yeah, over to you, Rangers, as always. As always.
0: Yeah, Scotia, cool, thanks very much for tonight, mate. Yeah, cheers, Carney. Um, that sounds
2: really good what you're going to be doing next Friday. I have to admit, when you'd sent through Kenny, the outline agenda for tonight and the word marathon was there, I had the ultimate fear that you were going to try and get us to run a marathon. No. So
0: I'm glad <laughs> <to> <laughs> <you> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to <gonna laughs> run a length myself, mate. God's sake. Why do you going to run a marathon? Yeah, uh, no. I- so sorry, there's beer like stations
1: round at Scotia. Oh, Scotia <laughs> <I'll> be <laughs> up that,
2: Scotia. I'll get a world record then. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good then, yeah, like echo what Ali says there about the game tomorrow. Just hopefully he can get that. Well, the three points is a must tomorrow, really, isn't it? And we need to do that. Send us into the World Cup feeling a wee bit a wee bit okay, considering how things have went recently with Rangers.
0: Yeah definitely so yeah as always again, okay, please like the video please subscribe to the channel before you go that'd be great uh, and we will be back with a reaction um, some point tomorrow it'll be either me or the lads or I don't know we'll figure it out later in the day but it's good to be back again thank you everybody for being so patient for putting up the alley and disappearing down dark alleys trying to record podcasts uh, but I do thank the guys from the bottom of my heart for, for wanting to carry on in my absence but it's, uh, it's damn good to be back so Rangers I'll steal Ali's line again it is over to you please end us into this World Cup break on a bit of a high. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Thank you for tuning in everybody. Play up the famous Glasgow Rangers and we'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers everybody.